Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. My name is Miles Dawson, I am your host today, and uh, we're going to be diving back into the world of the future of work today, one of my personal favourite topics. But specifically, we want to look at conversational digital assistants and their role in what will be the new normal moving forward. Um, just a quick note, throughout this podcast, we're probably going to refer to them throughout as CDAs. So you know that when we say CDA, we're talking about a conversational digital assistant. So you know what that means when it comes up. Now, for the episode today, I'm very lucky to have a new guest with me. I'd like to welcome Tom Favre to the podcast. Hello, Tom. Hello, Miles. Hello. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Very good. Thank you. I wonder if you could give our listeners uh, a bit of an overview about yourself and what you do at IDC. Sure. So I've been with IDC 20 years now, and over that time, I've done a lot of different things. Uh, my current uh, position is Associate Vice President of the European Software Group in Europe, along with Philip Carnelli. In this role, I'm talking as a member of the Future of Work practice, where I'm very much involved. And like you, I find it a very interesting uh, area of discussion, and uh, that's why I'm here today. Fantastic. So let me launch straight in with the big question. So if you could give us a bit of an overview, what is a conversational digital assistant? And um, if I'm thinking about things in my mind, how are they different and why don't we call them chatbots? Right. So let me give you the first, the very, <laughs> let's say, <laughs> typical standard IDC de definition. So it's conversational digital assistant is an AI application, so it has artificial intelligence in it. It uses a conversational platform to interact with users. So AI, machine learning, natural language processing will all be part of that. Uh, and a, a CDA will engage in human-like conversations in real time to try and make certain tasks easier, simpler, more efficient, quicker. Um, now, chatbot is probably something that people are more used to hearing that term. Now, the difference as I see it between a chatbot and a, a conversational digital assistant is a chat. When I think of a chatbot, I think of something that's more, let's say, rules based and scripted, a scripted agent. So that's for relatively low level type of interaction. Whereas once you're incorporating uh, AI into that, so this thing is actually learning and correcting itself and evolving that's when it becomes a digital assistant. Absolutely. So is that, um, is, would you say that once it involves natural language processing as a, as a function, that's kind of when it becomes a CDA? Yeah, I mean, it's some element of AI, we, whether it's natural language processing, whether it's machine learning, these types of things could be various elements of what is broader described as AI. But once it's taking something and learning and evolving and continuing to grow in its capabilities, that's when it's a, that's when it's a digital assistant and it's no longer a chatbot. Excellent. So if if I was an organization, I was thinking about implementing a CDA, what would be the what do you think are the common use cases that I would look into? So, yeah, I mean, so when we're talking about internal use for uh, chatbots, which is what we're we're talking about today. So, you know, a lot of people, I think uh, for a digital assistant, they assume that this is something that's more uh, external facing, dealing with the clients, customers or partners. We're talking about internal uses today. So uh, uh, how a company can use them internally and the two key areas where companies you uh, deploy them is either in IT support or HR support. 
I mean, for for IT, for example, what you can have is um, these digital assistants, these CDAs can deflect a lot of what would be, let's say, low level IT help desk type of uh, requests, you know, rather than submitting a ticket, waiting for some human to read it uh, and respond, put it on their list of things to do. This is something that could be done automatically if it's like a really low level type of uh, request. And therefore the user gets it gets, you know, a response much quicker and is on their way again. Uh, so that's one area, you know, uh, it's also can help with uh, HR as well. So HR is another area and that can help. This senses a lot of different applications for that. Um, it can help in the hiring process when it's screening uh, job candidates uh, and automating let's say initial interactions. It can help orientation to new employees. Um, it can help with onboarding, right? So tasks that, you know, where a new employee might have to work through, you know, all the things that you do when you join a company and you're starting a new position, uh, the, the, the CDA can really, uh, let's say, focus their their time and energies and get all of that onboarding stuff done much quicker by pointing next, 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 and now you need to do this and now we need this. So uh, yeah, it can have a lot of, in general, what it's really used for. I mean, in either if it's in the area of IT support, help desk, or if it's used in HR, uh, it's really about efficiency in directing employees to information or to solutions that they otherwise might have to wait longer for. Absolutely. So if you're looking at those two use cases, who do you think are the key stakeholders that you're going to have to bring into the conversation? If I'm, like I said, if, I, if I'm this organization, I'm thinking about implementing that. Is it purely going to be IT or is it going to be line of business as well? Both. And in fact, line of business become more important because, I mean, IT here is both a stakeholder and, and a a beneficiary, right? In the sense that they can help them do their job more efficiently, but they also have to be more involved in the implementation. But what we found, I mean, what we found in our research when we were looking at this is that typically when it comes to implementations of uh, CDAs, the challenges that companies face are not on the IT side. It's not really the IT part or the implementation part. It's more about the processes and how they're going to change and how they need to be aligned. So there's there are quite a few stakeholders involved. You know, whoever the sponsor is, be it if it's the CEO, if it's the CIO, it's the, you know, the HR director, whoever is sponsoring this, has to you know really define the mission and explain why uh, we're doing this, why uh, we think this is the right thing, the right direction to move, how you are going to benefit from that. So it really needs to be communicated very clearly. Um, you know, HR, regardless of whether the sponsor or not, needs to be involved because they need to be the ones who are going to be providing the structured sort of information sources that will help. Um, you know, draft the architectures for uh, the implementation of the CDAs. Uh, the CIO, the IT department has to be involved. They're the enablers and they need to manage the technological transitions. Uh, and then the line of business managers are the ones that have to be engaged in terms of providing feedback on how these CDAs are impacting process efficiency and speed. So, and they're also the ones that have to define what the goal is, right? They have to provide the information to say, this is what we want to happen. And this is why we believe a CDA fits that process. 
definitely definitely so if you've if you've got a number of different stakeholders though you're going to run into some challenges uh, when you're getting a project moving so what do you think the common uh, the common pitfalls that people will fall into yeah that's 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 definitely one of them right is a lot of people have to be engaged so kind of corralling all of those stakeholders and making sure everybody's on the same page is really critical right and uh, that starts by as I said defining what the goals are and making sure everybody understands that right so with on the technological side the, the challenges as I said they tend to be actually less of a problem for companies than the actual process and uh, let's say psychological uh, challenges that companies would have I mean for sure with the technology piece you know the companies need to understand what data needs to be sourced what need data needs to be available whether or not they want to create you know separate repositories, data repositories for the CDAs um, or not, because that's a question of security. Security is part of every decision anymore these days. So that's another thing that needs to be assessed early on. You know, what type of data is going to be used? How is it being used? Is it being secured properly? So uh, that's, you know, the IT side. But again, speaking with a lot of the companies that have gone down this route and implemented CDAs, we found they tended to really downplay the tech aspect. They said, okay, once you've defined what it is you want to do, you've got all your pieces in place that you're going to need to make this work. Implementing is not a big deal, right? The real challenges come in areas of process related challenges. You know, it's this is a transformational type of project uh, effort, right? And it's usually fits in with a broader digital transformation strategy. Whether or not this a CDA project is going to work is going to depend on whether or not it's actually providing value to the users and if the users are comfortable using it, right? If they don't see the CDA as an assistant, as someone who could help them, albeit a digital assistant, then it's not going to go very far. Moreover, if they're if they are looking to get information from those assistants and they're not getting what they need or not it's not fast enough or useful enough then it's not going anywhere either right and so one of the things that i think needs to be part of the rollout is that people have to understand that the employees have to regard the cda as a coworker who is always sitting right next to them and if they're not comfortable with that and uh, are not going to utilize that coworker uh, and the information that they have available, then this isn't going anywhere. Then there's also, you know, the one other thing that companies need to consider as well is whether the, the old question of buy versus build, you know, are they going to buy a standard CDA uh, or are they going to try and build it themselves? And buying one, of course, gets you off the, off the ground faster. Uh, implementation is quicker and uh, you can get things moving quicker. Uh, the only the main limitation to the buying is that there's little to no customization available. So you have to understand that whatever it is that you're buying is not going to fit your ideal goals or needs 100%. But if you're OK with that, then that's probably a better option. Building it from yourself allows you to define it in any way you want, so it's customized by design. But uh, again, what we found in talking to people who've done this is at some point they really will need to bring in external help. There's no, nobody does this themselves all alone. And that's why more are tending to go down that buy road because you're, 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 you're buying it something standard and you're buying it from some 
people who know what they're doing. They have experience. They know what the pitfalls are ahead of time and they can help you with that. Absolutely. So if you've avoided these pitfalls and you're cracking on with a uh, with a project and getting it implemented, well, do you think there's any particular milestones to call out? Uh, what, what do you think a, roll, a classic rollout would probably look like? Yeah, I mean, there, there are quite a few, honestly, but I mean, really, it's sort of the first, you know, first stage is ideation, right? Uh, what are the strategic goals of the CDA solution? Uh, what are the budgets? available, then, you know, uh, defining KPIs, uh, then assessing how, which processes are going to be impacted. Uh, and if they're, if we're ready for that, uh, then you get to the technical implementation, which again is usually not the biggest problem that they'll face. Then, then there's a period of learning, you know, uh, once things are up and moving, then you're just going to be a, a learning phase. And do we have the right algorithms in place? How do we need to, to fine tune them to get better results? Then you move to a live deployment, you get real user feedback, post implementation and rollout evaluation. So actual feedback from everyone who's touched it with anything that's AI, right? Is the, you have to understand or AI driven or his AI at center is it's always a process of continuous improvement. So you're never, you're never going to, you know, hit gold the first time around. There's always going to, there are always going to be, you know, different um, versions of this. And it's kind of this circular pattern of deploy, test, evaluate, and adjust. So that's going to be going on always. And, and I think companies need to understand that as well, that there's no silver bullet in this type of a, a rollout. It's going to take time and uh, it's going to change over time. Absolutely. So we wouldn't be IDC without talking about the market a little bit. Do you have much of a view on um, on the size of this market in Europe and uh, the kind of growth, uh, company growth rate, that kind of thing? Uh, it's still very small, honestly. Mm. I mean, uh, you, I think, you know, this would be really tiny part of it. As a matter of fact, it's it's a subset of our AI market, which is which is. Uh, already itself small and that includes everything that ai has in it but not surprisingly this is of course one of the fastest growing areas you can imagine right this is going to be growing at several times the pace of the overall software market many times faster and uh and i think that that's that that will accelerate once more more companies have deployed and can go out and champion and talk and, and evangelize this is what we did this is how it helped us and you know the more people hear about it that's just gonna that'll start the the real high growth rate um and a uh, period and that's that's usually the way it happens with something uh of this nature is companies want to hear they want to hear success stories from other companies in their industry specifically if it's a competitor or not but at least in their industry all right they did this it helped them a lot with these processes now it's time for us to start considering that as well Excellent. So um, one last question then. Do you have any recommendations for companies who are listening at the moment uh, who are thinking about implementing a CDA? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things to, that I could recommend, but let's stick to some of the, the key ones. I, mean, I think one of the big ones is really setting realistic expectations. You know, CDAs can have a real significant impact on various processes, yet at the same time, it takes quite a long time before the benefits are really seen. So you need to give it time. Uh, first of all, as I said before, there is no magic 
bullet. It's 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 a it's a process that's going to evolve over time. You need to understand that. You also need to understand that it's not going to you're not going to see immediate results. You need to give it time. So setting realistic expectations is really is really critical. And then also is establishing let's say quantifiable KPIs, not giving you know asking people did it help yes no great okay but really having something that can be measured so that you can keep track of how uh usage is is expanding or if it's expanding why why not and then you know uh, spreading the news right getting people more uh used to using this uh and if it's helped in one area of your company then maybe you can roll it out to another area think big but start small uh, is always a really, let's say, good piece of advice when undertaking something of this transformative nature. Uh, and always keep an eye on evaluating it. And as I said, it's going to be something that's going to evolve over time. So you need to keep an eye on what actually is happening so that you can make those tweaks and adjustments to the tuning. Definitely. And uh, one last question for you. Uh, do you have anything further to read like if, if our listeners think that this stuff is really interesting is there anything else that they can that you've done that they can uh, look into so, so all right so a lot of this is based on a planscape i did with uh with a colleague on alexa which is which would explain a lot more deeply things to consider when uh, addressing cdas uh, things the questions you need to ask maybe more details on use cases so that's all in there so that might be something that uh, listeners would be interested in then otherwise i would just say uh this is part of a discussion within our future of work practice so you know take a look at what it is that idc is talking about within the future of work discussion and see uh what we feel is interesting what we we're keeping an eye on and have a look i think you'll certainly find a lot of interesting stuff uh within that future of work area Definitely, definitely. Well, look, thank you, Tom. It's really interesting to hear about these. Um, I think it's it's all linking into the overall um, automation and AIification of the future, which I find very exciting and interesting. So thank you for taking us through this. But I'm afraid uh, for our listeners, that is all the time we have for today. So I'd like to thank Tom for helping us out today. And um, we would love to hear your thoughts. If you have any opinions or views, get in touch. We're on Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, we'd love to hear your take your thoughts on this evolving market and um, of course please do subscribe um, and write some comments and let us know if there's any topics that you'd like to hear more from IDC on if you think there's some big trend happening in the market that we're not talking about enough let us know and uh, we'll look into it we'll do a podcast on it and uh, tell you what we think (laughs) so uh, thank you all very much for listening and I wish you all good health and I will see you next time thank you